Hello again, Pokemon fans. Welcome to the Pokecast. We continue the journey of Ash Ketchum. I'm Chris, that's Eric and Dan. The, well, I don't want to say what we're going to do here because Eric came up with an idea for a contest for listeners of the show. Yes, yes, I did. I, I think it's a great idea. I have plenty of time to think about like what I was going to do today because uh, surprise, I did not watch the, the latest two episodes. I typically like to watch the episodes the day that we're going to record so I have them fresh in my memory because uh, as you may know, Chris, my memory is not the best. That's okay. I forget a lot of things. We're in the so same boat. And unfortunately, you can't hear, like, the shows. I, okay, so this is going to sound terrible, right? Like, keep in mind, I'm not doing this while I'm driving. But I do play Pokemon in the background so I can listen to it at least while I'm driving. Um, no cars on the road or anything. I'm not paying attention to it. I'm not 100% focused on, you know, watching it or whatever. But I've watched them before. And this is just a quick refresher of what's going on. Today, however, with potholes and rain and all sorts of things and driving a giant work van, it is very difficult, especially with the rain, to hear anything. So it was just like I was back in Florida watching Pokemon with static in the background. <laughs> I was like, ah, yes, good old thunderstorms. So, so your brain went elsewhere. This is why you and I are on the same page with a lot of stuff, because I, I get dumb focused too, right? I'm either hyper-focused or it's the worst distraction in the world. There's no middle ground with me. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So I was just like, man, I got to do something with Pokemon. I like Clearly, I got to do something to talk about something today. And I came up with this idea. Like, hey, I know there's a lot of people listening to our show now. And I feel like we have enough people to hold a mini, like, Pokemon League-style tournament. And I figured we could be Pokemon leaders in our own right and pick our favorite types and just focus a gym around that. And then we could bring our listeners to challenge us um, with our rules. We'll all have different rules. I think we've already discussed that I would personally want um, a 2v2 battle, right? No more than four Pokemon. No legendaries, no mythicals, just straight up normal Pokemon that you can catch. And you wanted uh, like single battle, so it'd be different between the gyms, which is still pretty cool. And you'll... if they win, yeah, we announce them as champion for the week. And we'll just keep doing this every week until the end of the year, and then we'll hold... We'll take, like, let's say top five and it could change but we'll take the top five most wins of the year and have them compete against each other for the number one spot and then then we'll offer some sort of prize we haven't figured out what yet but we'll offer some sort of prize and an interview spot on the show we'll ask you about your team why did you pick them and, and all sorts of things so i i feel like that'd be pretty cool and then you added some things on you that. son of a bitch i'm in <laughs> yeah. to paraphrase eric's words when i first told him the idea for this podcast that he literally pulled a morty yeah 
So there is a website. It's actually a Pokemon simulator. That's the entire purpose of the... Uh, it's a Pokemon Battle Simulator. I believe you can do it right on the browser or you can actually install it on Windows. It's called PokemonShowdown.com. So what we can do is we can actually sim these battles. You tell us who you have on your team, what attacks they have, etc. And I can put all those stats in and actually do a battle simulator. And that could be something we could stream on Twitch. Very easily, too, because all you'd have to do is just be with us on Discord, and then we'll just record it. I mean, I'd be recording it from my point of view, but everybody will be rooting for you, because you're the trainer, we're the gym leaders, and we're... Let's be honest here, the gym leaders are supposed to lose. That's the point, right? But... And you'll have a distinct advantage, because we can't deviate from our type preference. Correct. We'd be specific gym leader types. So, I would be controlling a Psychic Gym, because Psychic is my favorite type. Eric, what would you have? I'd be Steel-type, let's be real. I love the Steel Pokemon. I think they're all pretty cool, except for the key one. And, <laughs> and now, to introduce Dan to the show, he's going to tell you what his type is. <laughs> Dan likes the Fire Boys. <laughs> It's going to burn them all to the ground. <laughs> so, so bring your squirty squirts and take me out. <laughs> well, yeah, that's just it. You'd have to choose a team that would have the advantage over us. But uh, but we're also going to have, right, like, my all-time favorite Pokemon is Mew. But I won't be controlling won't. a Mew in the gym because that's a mythical slash legendary. So... You know it would be interesting... If we do an Elite Four style, where they know what we have, but they have to fight us with the same team that they make for each of us. Maybe that'll be like the final challenge. Where we, we do like an all Elite Four. three of us one at a time, become a week, and then we'll do a monthly one where it's like the Elite Four challenge. Right, exactly. Or maybe uh, whoever wins the gym challenge... Um. They get. They have to now take on our Elite Four team, and then they become champion. And then maybe they oh. can defend the title against other listeners. I like that. And we'll already have their Pokemon list and right. the simulator and up. And I'm pretty sure I can save that data, too. So, like, all, all you'd have to do is give me your team. I could put them in, and then you're good to go. Like, I, I'll have your team saved. I just have to pull them up. Yeah, this would be be quite easy this would be quite easy to do and to simulate so what do you guys think of that idea let us know um you can leave a comment on the episode either on podbean on social media or it might be best to email us if you don't have our direct contact uh omeliapodcasts at gmail.com is my main email for everything that's the easiest way to get in touch with me because it's the one i check the most because that's where I get all the episodes for all the shows. So that would be the easiest way to do it. But if you have any of us on social media and you can just reach out to us directly, that's great too. That would that would be fine. So I might come back to you guys next week and be like, I've got a bunch of challengers. And then Eric will be like, I got a bunch of challengers too. And Dan will be like, so do I. And then, <laughs> 
You guys Dan, are come back and be like, I burnt them all before they could challenge me. <laughs> They're all dead now. Char flew above <laughs> them all and <laughs> rained destruction upon them. And then one thing I want to do is if you guys are friends with me on Facebook, and I've actually I've actually started making these albums public, but one of the things I've been doing is fictional characters as Pokemon trainers. What I can do is I can actually put those teams together and you can challenge them. So if you want to try to take on Rick Sanchez, because you'd have to start with Jerry and work your way up, obviously. But what well, it yes, could... they all challenge you before you get to them, right? Well, the, what, well, we'd make them like a fandom gym, right? And then we'll create like a unique badge that you can win by, uh... you know, as we're saying this, I'm going to have to put a Facebook group together. I think that's the only yeah. way to do it. We're going to have to do a Facebook group for this show. That's the only it... option. I feel like you're absolutely right. And then okay. I, I'm going to look to see if we can actually make badges, like certified badges and uh, for digital badges, certified digital badges that we can offer people on Facebook. Non-fungible like, tokens? Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, we can do Except something like I can make a badge on Facebook and I can, or not Facebook, on Photoshop, and then I can just put people's names on it and then give them that that image for them to display they've won the badge their name's on the badge right that, that's true but Winning i was like a title more, belt like um you know like recently I, i've gotten my certificates and like my it certificate and that's a little digital badge so i'm wondering if there's a way that we can create a digital badge that way there's a record of everybody who's ever beaten us and like yeah. they're on that list type of thing. I, you know I, what I mean, I'm sure there is. There has to be something like that out there. I, I can't yeah. see why there wouldn't be. That's my thought on it. You making that Facebook group now? <laughs> no, I'll do that when we're done recording. But I was uh <laughs> Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be typing away and everything. Well let's let's cover these episodes. And since Eric didn't watch them, this might be a shorter episode. I'm not sure. But there's one of them's a filler episode, and then the other one's a very important Ash episode. So let's start off with the School of Hard Knocks, which, again, is, like I said, it's a filler episode. The School of Hard Knocks. Which, of course, we all, nobody's ever heard, ever heard that term before. So I've only heard it a million times because I'm in the wrestling fandom. Yeah, Ugh. <laughs> that f- wonderful fandom with with <laughs> with totally r- rational fans. So Misty and Ash are fighting again, and they're walking through the mist, and they're they they might be lost. We're not sure. They're just fighting, and Brock's like, "Oh yeah, right. they're putting down for a camp for the night, right?" Yeah, and Brock's just like, "All right, enough. Let's uh." Let's set up. And he miraculously pulls out a table and chairs out of his backpack. Because like, I, uh, we have all these great things. I'm going to make an awesome meal. But what I need is for you to get firewood. One of you needs to go. Missy's like, well, you should go, Ash. I'm going to help. Rob. My favorite is he's like, he's like, I got this great coffee, but you kids are too young for it. He's like, I awesome. He also talks about having French crepes and Misty has her little fantasy in Paris. It's yeah. like it's like her sitting at a table in front of the Eiffel Tower and then does Ash smack her or does she smack him? You know what? Yes. Somebody smacks somebody. But... So Ash goes by himself, quote unquote, 
to go get some firewood. And how does he go and try to procure firewood, Chris? <laughs> he just wanders through the forest. And he goes, here, firewood, firewood. Yeah, he starts calling for it. Like, it's a fucking wild animal. <laughs> Thus confirming oh my... Oh, my God. The this... fact that this kid has made it to 10 years old. That's what I was thinking. Oh His kid should be dead by now. And he lives in Pallet Town. Well, it's not like he lives in the middle of a city. He lives in the Bowduck. He lives in the country. when you live in the middle of nowhere. You know, there's more, there's more guns in the country than there are in the city. Everyone, farm, every farmer and their mums are packing them. And there's literally you know, a scene later where a farmer and his mom has a gun shooting. Oh, that's him. such a great throwback. I love that movie, but so it's your favorite movie. So I will say, I will say, coming from a major city, because I lived in like you know the Bronx before I moved down to Florida. I was super young. You also lived in I'm... a pretty urbanized area of Orlando, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was super urbanized. Like it was just. <clears throat> The rarest thing that we saw was like a lizard, and which is not, <laughs> which is common know? in Florida. Fucking common Who's that Pokemon? <laughs> um, when I first saw a cow in real life, I was just blown away. I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck? That's They're awful. so big! <laughs> they are! I just like Jesus. That's so many burgers, dude. My hometown would have blown you away because I grew up in a very mountainous farmland and." We had cows, horses, bears, foxes, coyotes. These were okay. common, dude. No. no Skunks. Thank you. you know, it, it still blows my mind every time I watch. I, I go into, like, uh, um, what's it called? Amish country over here. And I see, like, a little horse and carriage. And I'm just like, why? Like, I can't picture anybody riding a horse unless it's for, like, the Kentucky Derby for whatever reason. <laughs> Because you damn really city good. boy. Yeah, or like medieval times. Like uh, you say, oh, there's like somebody on a horse. I'm thinking, okay, he's he's clearly training for some sort of, you know, dinner show <laughs> type of oh thing. Like medieval times. This is, this is amazing. <laughs> this is fascinating, actually. <laughs> this is more interesting than this episode because I don't really care for this episode. But... <laughs> So yes, uh, like so for firewood, and then before you know it, Misty's next to him, and they start seeing a weird light in the distance. So they move, they move towards the light because they're dead, obviously, and they're trying to cross over to the. Well, when you light. when you go here, firewood, firewood in a thick forest, then yes. <laughs> Where'd Misty come from? The mist. She was following the whole while because you gonna, you gotta get me my bicycle back, Ash. Catch him. So she followed him while he's trying to get firewood on the off chance. He just pieces out and he's like, nah, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you and your bike. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and so they find out where it is. And there is this young kid on a treadmill being quizzed about Pokemon. Yep. And... In the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and he gets the question wrong and they make fun of him. They're asking him about Pidgey's. And then Ash is like, Ash immediately jumps in to save the day, of course. And it turns out they are students of the of the Pokemon Technical Institute, which, of course, I think Misty's the one. She's like, it's Pokemon Tech, which I think stands for Pokemon Technical. I'm like, no shit. Yeah. So it turns out this is 
a fucking rich kid's school so they don't have to go and get badges. If you make it through the school, you're good enough to go right into the Pokemon League. Yep, and they're in the beginner class, which means they're as good as someone with two badges. And who's got two two badges? (laughs) (laughs) So my favorite class is like an equivalent of three. I think it's like I think it's like two, four, and six. So like if you're if you're in the advanced class, you're almost you're almost at the end, and then when you graduate, it's like you have you would it would be the equivalent of having the eight badges. So yeah, so this is what they learn after the one kid stays behind and all the quote unquote bullies have left, is they learn all about the school and everything, and then Brock shows up and because just... <clears throat> fuck the camp and all your fancy equipment. Yeah, basically, they took too damn long, so he shows up. So the kid's name is Joe, and it turns out he wasn't really being bullied. Those are actually his friends, and it's just a training method. And he's just like, no, I intentionally botched the questions because they just make them harder, and then I got to keep running on the treadmill. The best part is while all this is going on, Pikachu curiously gets on the treadmill and accidentally activates it and starts running on it, and then then Brock Brock leans on it. It speeds it up and just sends him flying. Because you gotta Uh, have that. Of course. That's like, like, you know, random shit happening to Neville in the Harry Potter movies, right? Didn't happen in the book, but, you know, while something seriously is happening, let's put Neville in the background. Do something stupid. (laughs) So Joe talks about how the head of the beginner class is a girl, and Brock and Ash are like, she's cute, and then... Misty gets Wait, mad. She's underage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's more. a jailbait joke in this episode, everybody. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Well, at least for Brock. I'm pretty sure she's like Ash's age, isn't she? Well, he doesn't go nuts hitting on her, but which is good. So It also turns out that and her name is Giselle. Giselle, yeah. I know my favorite one of it is earlier when he when he's talking about the school, he po- points out this like clearly like forty year old man, and he's still in beginner mode. Oh yeah, he's like that guy's way older than us, but he's just a beginner. And they're like, and they don't want to help him because of how old he is. Like, yeah, because he probably sucks. But he just keeps paying to keep going to the school because dropping out would be a great like. It would be an embarrassment. An embarrassment to your family. And then, of course, you'll have to commit seppuku. Of course. My favorite part is, uh, (laughs) where is this super prestigious school? Uh, It's right there. And then the mistress parts, and there's a giant campus that they're literally standing a few feet from the whole time. Like four, every building is like four stories tall. (laughs) Also turns out that Team Rocket has been there before, and they both flunked (laughs) out. They both we, we we studied so well and so hard that night we frolicked around because we knew we were going to do great. What yeah. happened? We scored the lowest on the entrance exam in the history. Because <laughs> later they're like, hey, aren't you Team Rocket? Didn't you guys score the lowest on the entrance exam? Yeah, they just bring ever? it right back up. <laughs> now, here's what's funny for future episodes when we start getting into Team Rocket's backstories. <clears throat> James definitely would have gone to a, a snobby rich school because he's got a wealthy background, but Jesse grew up in like super poverty. So I don't know if that's a retcon or just a lazy. Well, that kind of school is like you're either incredibly smart 
and got in got in through some kind of you know uh, like essay a contest or something like that. Like you got in because you're so smart. Like you right. won your school's science fair because holy shit, this kid's at a shitty school, and he did that for a science project. Maybe he should be at the fancy science school. Right, right. Separation of yeah. class at its finest through anime. Right <laughs> Pretty much. And there's just the kids that are just parents are wicked, wicked freaking rich, and you throw them in there. So, who's that Pokemon? Yeah, you got to guess, Eric, because. Oh, man. Um... So far, we've only <laughs> seen discussion of Pidgey, Pidgeot, and Pidgeotto. Uh, oh. I'm gonna guess Pidgey. And nope. it's Cubone. What? Because <laughs> Cubone shows up later in the episode, later. <laughs> but we haven't even gotten there yet. Oh my god! <laughs> it's Pikachu because that's the only Pokemon we've actually seen other than Meowth. <laughs> I'm just like it's I me. laughed. I had to hit pause. Oh. <laughs> like what the shit? <laughs> How many episodes they actually do that, where they just announce the Pokemon before you even fucking see it? Wait till well, you... I know there's I'm... in in Japan they would purposely put incorrect things. Like they would purposely put the 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 silhouette of one Pokemon and then show you a different Pokemon afterwards. No, the best one I always liked was uh, in later on in the series they start doing it for the Pokemon prominent in the next episode. Wait till we get to those. You're gonna be like, "Are you kidding me?" But then you get like kind of a preview as to what you're gonna see next time. So, but you're also only halfway through this episode. Well, yeah, that's true. So, so Joe anyway. finds out that Misty's Cerulean gym leader, and he's like, "Yeah, I can beat them. I do the simulator, and I always kick their asses because I got a weeping bell." So, oh yeah, this, don't like, don't like everyone's shown gym leaders. Oh uh, yeah, because he said that he's still he's still better than someone with two badges, and the the schools had to have been or the gym. He basically shuns on the gyms too. So Misty and of pulls course, out there's Brock and Misty, leader of two gyms. Yep. So he pull, <laughs> Misty pulls out Starmie, and Joe uses his weeping bell, and he's like, "Well, it's got a type advantage." And then Starmie kicks its ass. <laughs> And then Giselle shows up. And she's like, well, she's a gym leader, so obviously she's going to have experience. You're such an embarrassment. Fucking loser. And then Misty's like, oh, how about you take you take me on? She's like, okay. So she sends out a Graveler, and she's like, but that's a type disadvantage. And she's like, yeah, but my Graveler's super high level. And then it just fucking destroys Starmie. It literally breaks its, its glass jewel on its face and sends it out the window into the pool. And she's like, wow. well, obviously, if your Pokemon are are better trained and they're higher level, they can still take out a type advantage, which is true. That's actually a thing. But she's also super fucking pretentious. This and, bitch. Oh, her little, her little rant where it's, she's just like, I suppose you should have known that. You didn't know that? That's humiliating. <laughs> it's just like this whole montage of her just being a bitch. And then she's just like, oh, you're, you've got two badges and your Pikachu isn't even in his Pokeball yet? Well then, he must suck. And she's like, maybe they're training you. He goes, but these guys are my friends. Wait, you only have three? Even new trainers have six. 
right, fucking noob. He still hasn't caught a new Pokemon. Yeah, guess what? Next week, he still doesn't catch a new Pokemon. He gets a new Pokemon, but he does not catch a new Pokemon. He does not. So, Giselle (laughs) takes on... Acquiring a Pokemon is acquiring a Pokemon. Doesn't matter how you get it. Doesn't matter. Got a Pokemon. Correct. Okay, okay, okay. Thanks, Dom Toretto. (laughs) So, she sends out a Cubone against Pikachu... And of course, it immediately this is actually pretty cool because Pikachu goes for the Thundershock and it twirls its bone and deflects it. Or Magnolas is best attack. He throws the bone. Uh, okay. And then of course the the Leer attack, and he's just like, "Don't let it get to you, Pikachu. Make a funny face." So they do a, a staring contest, and then she goes, "Cubone Bone Club." So right in right point black range, it just picks up its bone and just whacks Pikachu in the head, and I start <laughs> laughing. But oh, man. as soon as the Bonerang, which is a real thing, mm-hmm. the Bonerang, uh, takes down Pikachu, Pikachu bounces back, twists the skull over its head so it can't see, hits it with bite, scratch, and then its own attack knocks it out. And then Cubone starts crying, which when you know Cubone's backstory makes it really sad. And Giselle calls yeah, so it back and... Let's do Cubone's backstory real quickly. Yeah, it's where... I don't know the specifics, but the basic idea is his mother or something was killed. And so it wears her skull over its face. Yep. It's the lonely and Pokemon. It, and it cries all the time. Yep. Pretty much. Fucked up. She's like, man, Pikachu, one without electricity. It's just like, well, yeah. Like it says in the textbooks. (laughs) And then here comes Team Rocket. And she's just like, yep, you guys got the lowest score. So let's battle you. And then everybody throws Pokeballs at them and scares them off. They're literally, it's about, it's not even a minute. They show up, they do their motto, they get humiliated, and it's it's done. And then, of course, Giselle's like, yeah, school can't teach you everything. And then Joe's like, I'm leaving. I'm going to go do my own journey. But, hey, can I keep your picture in my pocket to inspire me? And she's like, well, sure. I mean, only if you give me one of you, because I like having pictures of all of my friends. He's like, huh? She's like, well, we're friends now, aren't we? And he's like, uh. That's basically you how You can that look goes at each now. other while you touch yourself, you know. <laughs> and then he's like, Misty, why can't we be like Joe and Giselle? And she's like, that's because he doesn't know her a bike. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. That's basically how that one goes down, so. Uh, what's interesting is if you notice that Pikachu has a different voice in this episode, that's because the uh, Rachel Lillis, who does the voice of Misty and Jesse, actually did Pikachu's lines for this episode. I don't know if that was like a an experiment, like the original actress, or maybe maybe the audio got corrupt or something. But so Pikachu does sound a little differently. But yeah. So this episode, we finally get. The first showing of a Pidgeot, which is just a picture. You get a Weeping Bell, a Graveler, and a Cubone for the first time. Yay! 
It's also the first time they reference a real place because of France. So that's a thing, right? I guess. Like, I, I honestly don't remember this episode all too well. I do remember the school. I don't remember them throwing Pokeballs at Team Rocket. Honestly, that's I don't literally what Rocket. they do, yeah. But, uh, but don't worry about not seeing these characters. You will never see them again. Joe goes off on his journey. We will never see him again. And Giselle disappears as well. Now, of course, uh, Eric Stewart is James from now on. Yep. So we get the real James voice now. So this is a filler episode and not a great one. It's kind of dumb. It's a total bitch. Yeah. So let's talk about a much more important episode. You can violate my rights anytime. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Good Lord. Which got caught on the WB Kids version, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder why. (laughs) <laughs> all right let's jump to bulbasaur in the hidden village this is actually a much better episode and an important episode so this time they're lost in the forest because of course they are they're trying to get to vermilion city and they can't figure out where to go because his to say it's broken right his uh compass is broken and ash says to go this way misty says to go this way brock's trying to to pause and then they're just like Look over there. There's an Oddish. Little cute, cute little Oddish is taking a drink out of a stream. And Ash is like, I'm going to catch it. And Misty's like, hold on a second. Don't. I'm going to catch it. It's like, wow, you, you bitch. She just jumps right in there. She's like, well, it's cute, obviously. And it must be a weak Oddish because type advantage is, remember, water gun basically kills it. True. And as soon as Misty tries to go for the Pokeball, a Bulbasaur shows up and deflects it. And then Bulbasaur kicks Starmie's ass. So fucks right off. Ash sends out Butterfree, goes hit it with sleep powder, and Bulbasaur blows it back in its face and takes out Butterfree. And Oddish and Bulbasaur retreat. And now comes... The part where they, everyone almost dies. Because they're trying to cross a rope bridge. The bridge snaps. Brock falls into the river. Yeah, dude. He he betrays Shiva. <laughs> and Misty's hanging on to Ash's leg. She's like, whatever the hell you do, do not let go. He's like, I can't. She goes, well, figure it out. Let's back <laughs> up. Conveniently, they come up on the other side. Of course they do. And then Wait a they... minute, Brock! <laughs> Would have been weird to end the fucking see, like the whole series on episode 10. <laughs> R.I.P. Brock. Fell to their deaths Ri- written and directed by George R.R. R. Martin. <laughs> <laughs> so, as they're looking for Brock, Misty falls into a pit trap. And they're just like, man, this is weird. And then she trips on a rope and they get caught in a snare trap. And Bulbasaur is just staring at them. And then while they're while they're waiting, Ash is just like, maybe Brock washed all the way out into the ocean, and then pirates caught him, and he became a pirate. And Brock's like, uh, hey guys. <laughs> He's like, Ahoy, matey? No. 
The best part is he literally is just like, I'll get you down. He takes out a knife and literally just cuts them down and lets them fall to, on their asses. Oh. And they're like, so what happened, Brock? Ah, oh, this girl rescued me. Oh, of course she did. And her name is Melanie. And she's a very, very sweet girl. You won't be seeing her again either because i always look up the characters to see if they will ever come back in future episodes but now nah, we won't be seeing melanie again but that kind of makes sense because this isn't one of those i'm gonna go on a pokemon journey and go to the pokemon league this is i have a hidden a little hidden area here where i nurse pokemon who are hurt or abandoned till they're back to health and then they go back into the wild Except they're not. Except they're not. That is an important plot point, actually. I'm not even saying that sarcastically. It's actually an important plot point, is the Pokemon don't leave. So, the Hidden Village has the Oddish. It's got a uh, Sandshrew. It has... I'm trying to remember everything that's that's in there. There's a, There's a Caterpie, two Rattatas, Oddish, a Paras, Weeping Bell, Staryu, and a Magikarp. There you go. And Magikarp. And Magikarp. Magikarp. Yeah, but when it grows up... <laughs> yep. And it can ask a chitch! Well, they... still, that's my favorite part of the movie. It has a chitch of evolving! You know, Magikarp level, like, evolves into Gyarados at, like, what, level 20? Level 20. That's a lot you of know, flopping around, dude. <laughs> All you have to like, do is... In the game... Misty's Pokemon are around level 20. She could have had her ace in the hole be fucking Gyarados, and you would have fucking just had to suck it up. There was literally nothing you could have done. Nah, she likes the starfish. Yeah. I bet she does. <laughs> the chocolate starfish? You know, I never thought we'd reference Fred Durst <laughs> on a Pokemon show, but this is a 90s thing, so, yeah. I mean, I guess You know I love sense. to bring it back to that Limp Biscuit. <laughs> I really wish you didn't. And yet, here we are. Who <laughs> <laughs> so, would think Limp Biscuit's probably my favorite band, because they make the most references of them, but... I know, you make, a, you make a lot of Nickelback references, too, so... Oh, too, and I know, like, three songs. <laughs> but one of them... I can't tell you how often Dale will just be like, look at this photograph. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, anyway. Good lord. Anyway, so yeah. So, Melanie is explaining that she uses the plants to collect medicine, but she's unqualified to be a Pokemon doctor. So this is more like a Pokemon health spa. Misty, of course, teases Brock about being in love. And then she's like, they say something about the traps. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. Those were my traps. I try to prevent Pokemon trainers from coming here after the Pokemon, so I have to set them. And as she's doing this, we see Team Rocket fall into all the traps. Because first they're crossing the bridge. And they, the bridge completely collapses. And takes them down. Then they fall into a pit. And they're like, this is the third pit we've fallen into. Yeah, you have to be a real dimwit to fall into one of those traps. So, of course, Brock's like, don't worry, we're not going to catch 
anything in here. And Misty even apologizes to the Oddish that she tried to tried to catch him, tried to scare him away. And then they, uh, you know, you see them like tending to the star you and everything. And as soon as her and Ash start fighting, Bulbasaur friggin' shows up and tackles Misty, thinking the Oddish is in danger. And that's when the big reveal is that Bulbasaur is actually a volunteer protector. And he just starts hitting Ash and he's like, yeah, no, he wants you to leave. He doesn't trust trainers. So Team Rocket shows up just in the nick of time on a floating stadium. Yeah. With which Meowth brags that that was his idea to. I tied the balloons to the stadium <laughs> and they use a giant vacuum again because cartoon supervillains always use wacky ways of catching things. That's like the thing, right? You have to have a wacky way. And so as they're heading everybody into the cabin, Oddish gets caught in it. Bulbasaur rescues it with Vine Whip. And then Ash jumps behind it and starts pushing him to the to safety. And then, of course, they go right after the cabin. And Bulbasaur uses Vine Whip to just literally smack the vacuum around. And then Ash bursts out the door. He's like, Pidgeotto! Use Gust! And as it creates a tornado, Jesse and Meowth watch the doom coming towards them while James is just laughing about it. Oh, the tornado winds up. They're like, but it's going to strike us out. And he's the only one that doesn't realize what's about to happen. So in the Japanese version, he's make, he makes a joke about Hideo Nomo. Oh, really? <laughs> yep. That's awesome. So we have to we have to somehow Americanize that, right? So it's just him. He winds up no no mention of Hideo Nomo. Just a just a generic baseball reference. Yeah, because because of course. Uh, the uh, the dub edits are usually pretty funny to read about, like. Oh, by the way, Eric, who's that Pokemon? Oh, my gosh. And this one, it's got to be Bulbasaur. It's Bulbasaur! These, this, I, I remember Bulbasaur and, like. Oh, man, who was the next one? I think the next one's probably going to be, like, Charmander. Yeah, the next ones are the Char next two we're going to talk about are Charmander and Squirtle. Yeah, Char and Squirtle. Yeah. So. <laughs> Ash has to finally complete his damn team, and we have to use all the starters because that's you know we have to showcase them because they are the starters for your game. They're also super popular Pokemon. Well, I mean, right? you have a choice of three, and it's like the first game, and it's you know you got to show off what you got. As, as 80s cartoons have taught me, it's about selling the merchandise. That's right. So, of course... You gotta show them off so they can buy the figure or the game or the whatever. It's a thing, right? Like, we grew up with so many cartoons in the 80s, but, like, watching then, them now, you realize how shitty a lot of them were. They were not good, and they were essentially 22-minute-long commercials for action figures. Oh, God, they were... Like, the animation looks good if it's standing still, but not in motion. <laughs> like, I even tried watching my favorite, which was Ninja Turtles, like the original cartoon. We gotta watch it, it's so bad. And I'm like, uh, some of like the direction choices that they make. Right, there, there's one that sticks out to me. The camera cuts and they show a pipe, and they're like, 
somebody get up there and cut that pipe. And then all of a sudden, here comes a turtle who, jumping into the frame, cuts the pipe. Like, instead of being, like, the camera's on them talking about it, and then the turtle jumps and we cut to the action. Like, those were the direction choices that they made for these cartoons. That's but because they can do a still photo of a pipe for five seconds. Yeah. We didn't know. We, we didn't know. That's a whole better. day's worth of work, Chris. We didn't know any better. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about the issues. Like, all of a sudden, they're all wearing Raph's headband. Oh, my God. The animation errors. God damn it. And they're all guilty of it. Transformers and He-Man and G.I. Joe. Like, go back and actually. Cash in. They had Korea or Japan, the lowest bidder, <laughs> make the show. No, it wasn't Japan. We're watching Japan animation. Japanese animation has a whole a whole style behind it. But I mean, I and I know that like yeah, they can be lazy too with still images, but at the same time so's Family Guy. So, you know. Actually, you know who's one of the more advanced cartoons now is probably South Park. Despite the simple animation, there's usually a lot going on in the backgrounds and everything. If you actually pay attention. I mean, now <laughs> Well, yeah, now, but but yeah, but I'm saying like as far as like where where shows have advanced to, but so they send Team Rocket, and then Melanie begs Melanie. Ash to take Bulbasaur. She's like, "Look, here's the deal: this village is too small; its bulb won't grow, and now everybody thinks it's so safe here they won't actually leave when they're ready because Bulbasaur is doing too good of a job. So please go with him." And Ash is like. Would you like that Bulbasaur? He's like, and then Bulbasaur throws in a condition. She goes, yeah, he'll says he'll do it, but he wants a proper battle. And I'm like, all right, this Bulbasaur is actually pretty fucking cool. So Pikachu takes on Bulbasaur. We get the tackle. We get the vine whip. And then <laughs> Ash just calls on a thunderbolt and Bulbasaur just gets freaking fried. Ash catches Bulbasaur. So to be fair... To be fair. Quote unquote oh. catches. He fuck. Oh. He asked. He asked. He earned. He did earn this catch. Bulbasaur wanted the proper battle to earn it, and he goes for it. That will not happen with Charmander and Squirtle, just for the record. But. And then Brock's like, uh, Melanie, can I stay and help? And she's like, No, I can't keep you from your adventure. So of course, he gets Brock blocked again, and has to continue on the journey with Ash. But my adventure is puss across Kanto. Yeah. If this was an adult anime, Brock would have at least gotten it once. I gotta catch all the pussies. <laughs> Dude, what, it gets... What kind of trainer are you? Oh, I can show you. Here, here's a Persian. Here's a Litten. Here's... Those are all cat Pokemon. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So, the episode starts with Misty blocking Ash from catching a Pokemon, and in the end, Ash gets a much better Pokemon. Like, no offense to Oddish, but Bulbasaur is a cooler Pokemon. Bulbasaur is not just some basic bitch starter. Bulbasaur is number one, y'all. In the Nash, he's National Pokedex number one. That so, is really number two. <laughs> Poop. <laughs> Actually, compared to the other starters, he's number three. Poopy. Because if you didn't choose the Fire Boy, you definitely chose the Squirtle. 
And, and if he chose Squirtle, the rival picked Bulbasaur, so Charmander is literally still sitting on Professor Oak's desk doing nothing. That's one thing I liked about Sword and Shield was that all three starters go to a different trainer. Do you notice that, Eric? Because you've been playing it. Yeah. That was... Yeah. I'm down with that. Well, you know why, though, right? You know what they were supposed to... What was supposed to happen in Gen 1? There's supposed to be happened. another trainer. No. At, um, it's actually Professor right? Oak. So it was actually written in the code that Professor Oak had a battle team that was supposed to rival you after the Elite Four. Uh, and for whatever reason, they didn't go through with it. But his team was the shit. A matter of fact, if you would have picked the easiest Pokemon, uh, the easiest starting Pokemon, which is Bulbasaur, um, just because of the way everything works, that means your rival would have gotten Charmander and he would have gotten Squirtle. And he would have had a level 75 Blastoise. Yeah. Yep, so you better be good. You better be prepared or that thing's going to rip through you. And apparently... Uh, his fight was supposed is supposedly harder than Red. Yeah, that's what I've heard. It's supposed to be like the the ultimate final battle, but it never happened. So oh, no, good for so us, right? Cool. <laughs> that would have been so cool. I know. <sighs> Instead, all we got was a missing number. Yeah, stupid missing now. So we've met. And missing now allowed us to actually get Mew. Yeah, it did. So there you go. Joe, Giselle, and Melanie. Hope you guys don't aren't attached to those characters because they're done. They're not coming back. Damn. Never coming back again. <laughs> so the next time we are going to review Charmander the Stray Pokemon, which is a feels episode. And then we're going to do Here Comes the Squirtle Squad, which is an LOL episode. And if, Eric, you don't even have to watch, nobody has to watch these episodes to figure out who's that Pokemon for each one. I mean, we already said it. We've literally already said it. (laughs) So, that will be next time. Yep, so that'll be next time on the Pokecast here. So, I'll go ahead, I will make a Facebook group for the show. And we can chat, and if anybody out there is a Pokemon fan... We'll let you guys in. I will. I am going to do the restricted membership like I do with all my groups. So you have to like, I, I have to approve you to enter because I don't want bots and randos. So if you are a fan of the show or just a fan of Pokemon in general, you'll be allowed in. But then we can kind of arrange these contests in the group. So uh, I will a uh because i haven't made the group yet so i can't plug the uh the name of it obviously but i will make sure that at least on next week's episode i give you the actual name of the group so you can find it and join it because it will be made by then i think that's uh that's it huh guys oh be on the lookout for upcoming pokemon fire red streams and youtube vids yes once I can get one of these two chuckle fucks to join me, because I'm not going to do it alone. Well, maybe we'll both join you. A red stream? Yeah. Yeah. We'll start, we'll start a playthrough. 
and stream okay. it every few days or once a week or so. I'm down for that. Fuck yeah. There you go, guys. Twitch.tv slash CKCC online. Subscribe today. That should, uh, that wraps it up, guys. So, Charmander and Squirtle will be coming up next week. And then we will start getting towards the, uh, the out-of-order episodes in the American broadcast because one of them is going to come up very quickly. It was originally aired as a quote-unquote lost episode. And the reason why they cut it is very funny. Of course, we will discuss that when we get to it. So, yes, we will continue the journey of Ash Ketchum next time. Check out all the great shows on CKCC Radio. You can become a patron at CK at uh, patreon.com slash club kayfabe. And we're going to start putting some Pokemon content on there, I think. Maybe we'll, uh, maybe the patrons will be the first ones to get a glimpse of our Pokemon teams. We'll do a patron-exclusive episode where we choose our teams so they get the first advantage. Ha-ha! I like it. There we go. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably put some Poke content on there. Maybe maybe we'll do um, the other anime series, like Origins and stuff like that. Maybe we'll do, like, full-on watch-alongs and stuff like that for patrons. So, always an option. We'll figure it out. But, yeah, that's going to wrap up this episode. Uh, anybody uh, got any final thoughts? Or should we start making some gym teams and... Getting some people to challenge us. Let's get this. Uh, let's start making our teams, man. And if we'll this... bring it, uh, we'll <laughs> announce it to the patrons, and then we'll slowly announce it during the podcast. Oh my god! And and one hundred percent, we have to do it. Where if this becomes successful with the, the simulation and everything, I am totally going to have people take on my fictional character teams. That'll be so much fun. You can all start See, with I'm... Jerry. <laughs> I'm very interested with the uh, the Pokemon simulation. Like, does it simulate the fight for you, or do you still have to battle? You I I, I, mean? I test. I was gonna test it once, and didn't actually get around to actually doing it. And I'm I think it looks like an actual battle, like in the game. Like it's got the animation and everything, and and I don't think, yeah. That's just it. You can set it like a free-for-all random battle is what you can do. You can do randomized. You can do... There's there's a lot here. You can do one-on-one. Anything goes. Uh, battle stadium singles. Monotypes. You can make it so that they have to be a singular type. Like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of cool options on it. But we'll, we'll work. We'll play with it. And then maybe I'll actually do a Twitch stream where I play with it. And work with it. So, all right, that's it, guys. See you guys next time for another Pokecast.